Yo! The last dance. Mm. Go, The goat is on the soundtrack with the goat. Don't play. y'all this is the views from the seven crew and we here every week we're gonna be uh reviewing the last dance each and every single episode this your guy spence i'm joined with my homeboy skinny yeah yeah ivan aka teddy riley hype man yo what's up what's talk to me we are here um before the doc even started, right, mm-hmm. y'all didn't find it odd, very, very odd, that for someone who loved baseball so much, he called it a vacation. Yeah. Hiatus. That wasn't, that ain't like. I, I, I ain't think it was odd. I don't think it was odd I think it's, it, I think it's. I think it's known that it was more of his father's sport. Like. Yeah. He he did it more for his Not father. Not only that, I don't I don't think baseball is just fit that physically, you know, as bad as basketball. You know, so you know, for somebody used to running up and down the goddamn basketball court, they, baseball may feel like a vacation to you. Mm. That's a good perspective. Mm. Uh, I I know he always had a passion for baseball, though. Um, he just was happened to be a better basketball player, so mm. way better, way better. I I didn't realize that he wasn't making no fucking money. At the time, I thought Jordan was making way more money in basketball. Yeah, yeah them niggas was kidding. Bro, we talking about the 80s. Yeah, 80s and he was damn. a rookie? What, what yeah, y'all want the nigga to come in with? We ain't talking about I the 2000s with niggas that. getting crazy contracts coming in. Um, So, uh, you know, first of all, before we get into the doc, can I get y'all likes and dislikes about the doc in total? I don't think uh, I dislike anything. It's just, you know, basically what did I know and what I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I didn't know they hated the GM that much, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I didn't know Pippen was making that little money. Okay. Uh, those are the things that I didn't know. Um, I don't think it's anything that I dislike or, you know, like about it. I'm just, I just hope, you know, that they give us more. And they will. I mean, it's yeah, they 10, 10 episodes. They could have put more in there. They but could have went a lot deeper. As of right now, those are the only things that I didn't know. Uh, you know, and even with the GM being disliked, you know, that, that pretty much came through, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, sportscasters over the years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just something that's been confirmed with the documentary. Um, it ain't too much I, I didn't like. I know uh, 
it hurt me to know that the Bulls organization back office just always been just a piece of shit as far as with their players. <laughs> hurt me. You know, that's my team. Yeah. That was the only thing that I was like, fuck, these niggas ain't never gave a fuck. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I don't think there's anything I disliked. Uh, I think it's too early to tell yeah. how many dislikes. Uh, I think I thought that the second episode was going to... F- the way it started, I thought the second episode was going to focus more on Scottie Pippen. And yeah. And it kind of mm-hmm. like halfway through, it kind of went back to Jordan. So yeah. that part, I was kind of like, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if people that's not the younger generation, I don't know if they can take 10 episodes of Jordan. Yeah. Uh, but what I didn't like, Shit, well, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say didn't four like. four decades of It Jordan. was like, what I, I want to say bothering me, mm-hmm. right? It's when you. You were bringing me in with the 98 team. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you kept going back. Yeah. You, I don't think they can give you Yeah, they going forward, backwards, forward, forward, backwards. You kept backwards. going forward, backwards. Yeah, yeah that, that, that right there was bugging me. Yeah. Like, fam. I mean, stay where you I at. Go year by year. They, could, they can't give you 10 episodes of the 98 season. I don't think you can. No, I, I, think, think, I think you needed that to correlate with what the way they was trying to go with the story. You okay. need that to correlate. With how they doing it, they so went. It seemed like they just they went, went did after too often. Italy. What they went to like, they went out of town. I mean, out of Paris, the country. Yeah, they went to Paris and they went back to when he was like a kid and shit. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Because that was them correlating it too of of how he was as a kid to how he was when he went here. It was them yeah. comparing no, kind of. There it's, is one thing that I, that I did, you know. That I didn't see that I was hoping to see, um, and I still hope to see from some fucking type of documentary. Um, I don't think enough is put on Portland passing Jordan up. You know what I'm saying? I know this is a documentary about the Bulls, but if you're talking about the Portland Trailblazers, who they played in the 92 finals, if they draft Jordan alongside Clyde Drexler, you can, you know, arguably say that Portland wins six in a row yeah. because, you know, the rest of their talent wasn't talent that was taken in the first round or anything like that. You're talking about, you know, Cliff Robinson and Jerome Kersey taking in the second round. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. talking about, you know, Terry Porter taking late in the first round. Buck Williams late in the first round. You see what I'm saying? Uh, you know, obviously Sam Bowie never really played for Portland because he was hurt, you know. So you're talking about, you know, Kevin Duckworth that you acquired and he was, you know, an all-star for a couple of years for your yeah. team. Like, you know, this could have literally been the Portland Trailblazers. Yes, yeah, I disagree. Talk to me. Wholeheartedly. Because first – Kyle Drexler was a year before Jordan, so I, uh-huh. there literally be no reason for me to draft two players that are a year apart that are play the exact like same position. Yeah. Second of all, Sam Bowie's a center. You you had no clue that Sam Bowie was going to be as injured as he was. Yeah, it's the Greg Oden, Kevin Durant. There's there's, there, there's no there's no way you can you can predict that. Third of all, Sam Bowie was a center. Like if I'm mm-hmm. building a team, you need a you need a, a inside presence. Yeah. So especially with Hakeem Olajuwon going first, like why would I draft two guards and Hakeem Olajuwon just went? In the same fucking conference, like right. you need you need a center. So I think Portland did yeah. exactly what Portland should have done. You take the best player that you need available, yeah. and then you know we we'll, we'll get into it, you know, later this episode. But I think the the way of the league, mm-hmm. it almost seemed like you couldn't carry a team without having a solid. Like you couldn't win without having a solid center. Which uh, a player made mention of. That was the way of the league, so I can kind of see why. Yeah, but Jordan did it, and that's why I say if they take him and they play him on the other wing of Clyde Drexler, you can arguably say that. It's not about what you think you needed at the time. 
you know, it's it's about whether or not they took him. Do you think Portland could have won six in a row? No. You you trying to argue the what ifs though? No, no. What I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just saying throwing out a hypothetical saying do I think you for, think that Portland team could have won no. six in a row if you add Jordan to that team? You're talking about a team that no. made the playoffs like 12 years in a but row. But can okay. No. So but but when you get into the what ifs, mm-hmm. could Clyde Drexler and Michael Jordan coexist when one is already ball dominant, but the other is super ball dominant? Yeah. And who's the Scott? Who's the Scottie Pippen in this situation? Because I don't think either one of them is. I don't think you need a Scottie Pippen in that. So you talking about two guards that that score twenty five plus easily? Yeah, Jordan, that's not, Jordan, that's, Jordan, that's, Jordan, that didn't work for Oklahoma City with Kevin Durant. Jordan clearly, that's two different eras, bro. Jordan, same, you can't, you can't compare it's the same to compare the two eras. We're, we're both we're both ball dominant scores. Like who, who, somebody has to take a back seat. And Jordan, but neither said, one is a point guard though. That's the difference. Jordan said in this, uh-huh. you can't mention my name without mentioning Pippen. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you, he 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 even saying I needed Pippen to get these. Yeah. yeah, because he didn't have Pippen before. This is what he's speaking to. He's not saying that I needed specifically Scottie Pippen. I needed a player like Pippen. I needed another another and player that, that can score. He's not like Pippen. I need another wing. I don't think he. I don't think he. I, when he when it, for me, when he talks yeah. about Pippen, I don't think he mentions Pippen as a scorer. I need somebody yeah. who can handle the offense. I need somebody who can. Yeah. When I'm on the bench, he can score. But when I'm on the court. This is somebody. This is who. This is who's checking Magic Johnson. This is who's going to check the Clyde. This is your Clay Thompson. Oh, yeah, I, I get. I get you on that. But at the same time, when you're talking about that Portland team, you know, Cliff Robinson could have checked Magic. You know, Jerome Kersey could have checked Matt. This is what I'm. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that. Oh, they made a huge mistake. I'm saying, what if? Do yeah. you think? That's it. Yeah. I don't. So, so, you know, I guess off the rip, um, you know, as documentaries go. Yeah. Um, they clearly made who the the villain was going to be mm. in this documentary. Facts, like they made that clear from the jump. Like this is our villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Um, and as a fan of basketball, in in one, I I started really paying attention to Michael Jordan and the Bulls during their second repeat. Right. Okay. So I wasn't clearly aware of all the back history. Okay. You know what I mean. So. When I'm watching a documentary and they're mentioning a rebuild, yeah, clearly when they're winning, mm-hmm. and I get Michael's position like we're the champions until they knock us off, yeah. But I also I didn't know shit. Dennis Rodman was like 37, something like that, y'all. Then mm-hmm. it all they all were past 30. Mm-hmm. It was already clearly seen that Tony. Cool coach for how how great he was. He couldn't be a number one. Yeah, he wasn't a number one. So I can understand why rebuilding was necessary. Now, this whole documentary one and two was clearly, you know, player versus suits. Yeah. When I say suits, I mean management. Yeah, both both episodes, right? Yeah. So clearly, a, a rebuild. Uh, was going to be needed. I I do not think, regardless if Michael Jordan returned or not, they were not going to win in '99. They would have got to the finals, but not. They wouldn't have won. They wouldn't have beat San Antonio at all. Yeah, but they would have got past that weak Knicks team. Um. Uh, yeah. Nah. I'm, Chris I'm, Ward. You got two? Allen Houston, Sprewell, Marcus Camby, Anthony Mason. They, they can't have, get past them. They had both of them in. Could they not get past them? They had both of them in '98, didn't they? Who? David Robinson and Tim Duncan. No. No, no, that was 99. Bulls won in 98. 
No, no, the I'm next sure. year, they had David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Yes, that's why I said they wouldn't have got past San Antonio. Well, they would have got they, but they, they would have gotten abused to inside. San Antonio to play him. How though? They would have got abused inside. You got yeah. not one center but two centers. Yeah, the, their Facts. their their weakness was already center. Yeah. Who's checking Michael Jordan? Nobody's checking Michael Jordan, but I don't you know, know if you need to. I don't think Rodman we and, and, and Luke Longley would have done anything versus a, a still in prime David Robinson and a rookie of the year Tim Duncan. I don't. I don't. Think they could have done anything with that? Vinny Del Negro was the, the starter for the, the Spurs, thing right? that would have helped the Bulls is the fact that that was a shortened season, so they wouldn't have been as fatigued. But that's about it. I don't know if they had any business winning '98. It's the honest truth. You say they don't. You don't know if they had any business winning it. Yeah, I don't know if they. No, I, I, I for sure at the time knew they was going to win that. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's only because you know if you were a fan of basketball at the time. You didn't see nobody beating the Bulls yeah. as as you know configured, you know. Because Michael Jordan was there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, would have been there in '99. It but I I, I do feel like if they would have brought that same team back, mm-hmm. if they brought that same team back for the '99 season, that would have been the one on MJ's win so. win lose record. I agree. I, I disagree. I, the only problem the only problem in the lineup is, is David Robinson. You, you, no, Tim Duncan Tim was Duncan? a problem. <laughs> Tim Duncan was a problem coming into the I league. I don't think I think you're you're thinking of the late two thousands. Tim Duncan. No, I'm uh, thinking of young a young man. Tim Duncan versus a veteran Dennis Rodman. A young Tim Duncan went out there and won the motherfucking champ. In fact, hold on, no, after you, you're right, they did have Tim Duncan and David Robinson in '98. I know they did. No, he yeah, got and '97 no, no, too. No, am I believe he, right? He was there in '98. Tim nigga, Duncan I know. was there. Oh, was that the season? Uh, was that the season he got the, hurt? for his first year? Was '98. That's when I don't remember. Tim Duncan no. was there. They didn't. They didn't make bro. it. They didn't make it there. Obviously, you know. And no matter what, we can't say Tim Duncan and David Robinson because they didn't get past the, yeah. the Jazz at the time. I'm just saying '99. That '99 Spurs team, uh, you know, that would have gave the Bulls some fits down below. I don't. I don't care I'm what you say. They yeah. I, I'm saying Tim, I'm saying David Robinson. I mean uh, Dennis Rodman is not no pushover on defense. 30, oh, no, no, not th- at all. A 38 year old Dennis Rodman yeah, was but, giving niggas fits. But but Dennis was Rodman niggas- at six eight ain't giving Tim Duncan. Why he ain't seven foot? Why he ain't? You know you're not giving. Remember that was when you first start seeing seven foot power forwards. You didn't see seven okay. foot power forwards. They were six nine you six te- ten. You te- you telling me I can I can I can go toe for toe with Carl Malone but can't handle Tim Duncan. Tim. Carl Malone is six nine and strong as a fucking ox. Yes, absolutely. Probably, probably the strongest single player nine. in the NBA. This is the reason why height and wingspan matter in the NBA. You can't block a shot mm-hmm. that you can't get to. I don't have to. I, I can I can tie you out. I can make it hard. I don't have to. I don't have to stop you. I'm, I can make it hard for you. I'm in no way taking any you know respect away from you know Dennis Rodman. We've seen what he did to the likes of Alonzo Mourning and all that during his career. Yeah. But Tim Duncan is by far the greatest power forward to ever play this game. By far is by far is not no, he, he is. is. He is. I don't know about by far. By far is a stretch, but keep going. <laughs> but I'm saying you you're talking about the person who will eventually become the greatest power forward. He wasn't who, who the, won, he wasn't who the greatest won power forward at the, the champion. Time. No, no, but he won a championship in his second year. He did absolutely because he and, had one of the greatest and then he of all ended up winning another four. Like you know, this is not no no pushover dude. You talk even when he come into the league, Tim Duncan was not a pushover. I'm not saying he was. Neither was Dennis Rodman though. No, I, I didn't say so, that. So y'all saying oh Tim Duncan was there? I don't Nigga, know. Dennis Rodman was no fucking a, pushover. I don't know if a 38 year Who? old Dennis Rodman is going to be able to check Tim Duncan. I'm saying that even is. if okay, so even if even if you cancel out. 
Dennis Rodman, and Tim Duncan. Yeah. Go down the rest of the roster. Bill Cartwright is getting his ass ate the it fuck ain't, up. It ain't Smoke. Bill Cartwright. It's Long, Luke Longley there. He's getting ate Derek, the fuck up. He's getting ate period. the fuck up. Luke Bill Winnington, whoever fault, come off that my, bench at I'm center con- is getting I'm ate the fuck up. I'm conceding that point. I'm conceding yeah. 100%. 1,000%. My, my argument is that Duncan is just too big Keep going down, for, keep going down the yeah. list, though. Y'all, y'all got power forward in the center. Yeah. Keep going down the list. Who's next? What, what's the next position? Small forward? Who's there? What's the matchup? Sean Elliott At the time, I want to say Sean Elliott. And Scottie Pippen. No. Elliott gonna get eight. They obviously gonna get eight at two guard, and then you know, Avery Johnson Avery versus Johnson ain't doing nothing Ron against Harper. Ron Harper. So out of the five positions, we win three of the matchups. Yeah. What are we talking about here? But you you're talking about you're talking about, you win three of the matchups, but that paint ain't open no more. The paint wasn't. You open. you have to score from the perimeter. It can is that, that what Michael Jordan was doing in ninety eight? That's what Jordan yes in ninety seven in ninety six. That what is that what Pippen was doing? Uh yes. Pippen wasn't going to the hole. Pippen wasn't getting to the rack and scoring. That ain't where Pippen points still came get from. To the rack. Pippen, Pippen wasn't. Talking about the same nigga that dunked Pippen on Matumbo too. Wasn't. Pippen was not pulling fadeaway, you know, mid range shots. That's not. Pippen was getting his points. Pippen by was going still to a score when Jordan left. He, he was, was still going scoring to the buckets. You're talking '94 yeah, though. We're not talking '99. He, he went to '99 and '99. Pippen went to Houston and they did nothing against that San Antonio team. In 2000, nothing. In 2000s, he pushed the Lakers' asses to seven games though. Yeah. What? Come on, bro. You talking about with a Blazers team that did not feature Scottie Pippen. You're talking about Rasheed Wallace's Blazers team. And who else? Rasheed Wallace, and Horace Grant, Brian Grant, Damon Stoudemire. Are these the names you're bringing Smith, up right now? Steve Smith, Brian Bonzi Grant. Wells. <laughs> Brian Pippen Grant. was not the best player on that team. I didn't say he was. At all. I didn't say so he this was. Is what, what are you talking about then? He was still effective. He was still <sighs> effective. You're talking about the effective Pippen. Who had the, the second blood, name out of your mouth just seven, now was Brian Grant? I don't seven, say. No, no, I just ran down from top to bottom. Okay, the the you know the positions. Arvita Sabonis, all that was a great Blazers team. It's the team that I call the greatest team to not play in the finals. Okay, um, but when you're talking about you know Pippen at that time, you, you remember you're talking about the Pippen who you know had the motherfucking Lakers down 15 with three minutes left to go when they came back and won that game in Game Seven. Absolutely. So, all right then, what are you talking about? Shaq and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe. Shaq the goalposts is. How's it uh, moving? How's it moving? Because you keep throwing in other things yes, to change the absolutely. context of the argument. Oh, all right. I'm saying that wasn't Pippen's team. Okay. As simple as that. And like I say, 99 in Houston, they didn't do nothing. So when you're talking about Pippen at the time, I don't want to hear how effective Pippen was at the time because he showed that he wasn't. You're talking 94 Pippen, I'll give you that all fucking day. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm somebody who believes that 91 through 96, Pippen was the second greatest player in the league, and the only person that you can probably put up there with him at the time was Elijah Wan. So 98 Pippen was good, but 99 Pippen stopped. 98 Pippen was good enough to get the Bulls to another championship. 99 Pippen went to Houston and they got took out the goddamn playoffs. He didn't have to be. He didn't have to be. He didn't have with to be. With a whole new setup. Though. With a whole new it setup. It don't matter. You're talking it about how great. Matters. You're talking matters. about Pippen's greatness. When you're talking about it, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? And you can't put LeBron on another playoff team and it don't matter. You can't put any other great playoff playoff player on a team and it don't matter. You're talking you're telling me Pippen's greatness, but when he went to Houston, nothing happened. And then now you're telling me it don't matter? How doesn't it matter? Wait. Pippen in 99 play for you. What what did Houston do in 99? Nothing. Nothing. That's what I'm talking about. And we could say it was on Charles Barkley's old legs. And if that's your argument, I get it. But if you're saying that Pippen is as great as a player as he did as is, then then what are you talking about? You're talking about Pippen from 2000, and you're skipping 99. 
Pippen, Pippen was never he was never the a, he was never the a Mike. He was never the he was never the star. When Jordan retired, exactly. And these other teams had stars also. Those yeah, when he went to Houston, was that system. was still Barkley's team. When he went to to the Blazers, that wasn't Pippen's team. This is what I'm saying. He he didn't have to be he didn't have to be the star to be great. That's what made Pippen great. I didn't have to be the star to be great. He was the best complimentary player ever. He's the he's the best complimentary player ever. Okay. Every every nigga is not going to be. A star in the league, okay. And every, and every star is not going to lead you. You are the one arguing how great Pippen was at that time. Pippen I am not. So you telling I, no, me that ain't my argument was my Pippen, argument. Pippen in '99 was better than Sam than Sam Elliott, and he could have got the fucking Bulls over the over the I stars. Don't, I don't that was my say argument. That. I don't want to say you, that. You though. made it about him going. I don't want to say that. What I'm saying is that Pippen in '99 may not have gotten past Sam Elliott. We don't know, that. but I still give it to you. He's better than Sam Elliott. I'll still give it Sean, to you. Sean, nigga. Damn, that nigga. Yeah, yeah, that nigga. You yeah, know who we talking about. I'll, 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 all I'm I'll, 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 all I said about that was that Pippen <laughs> was not a perimeter score. Hey, I'll let you niggas get that Sam off way yeah, too yeah. much right this <laughs> So, so back to the back to the documentary. Yeah. Um You know, it it was clear to me, right, watching this documentary that well, it felt like because of bad management, it made the whole situation toxic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just reading this document, just watching the documentary, right? Mm-hmm. And here comes the part that bothers me about documentaries is they're not always based on truth. There's always narratives in there. Okay. And I refuse to believe, not only, do I, not only did I refuse to believe at the time, but after reading that the GM was the cause of all the friction in that locker room. Did he have a hand in it? Yes. His greatness was the cause of his undoing, in my opinion. Um, He was one of them niggas that needed credit. You know what I'm saying? And the credit kind of broke him. But they were being asked to him, and I could see resentment building. They were really being asked to him. I could see resentment building. But as great as a, of an ass he was, I did feel like Jordan owed him a bit more respect. I don't think so. He placed on the fly, uh-huh. he placed the greatest complimentary players around Jordan on the fly. He he gets his respect as GM and and that's noted in NBA history as he's won that executive of the, of the year award. What I don't give him credit for, twice, you know, is the it's the whole yeah, yeah. Um you're saying, "Oh, you know, you don't believe, you know, he caused the problem." Look, when you have the greatest player who ever played the game, you know, especially at the time where there's no comparisons, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh and you have a franchise in the Bulls which the documentary showed was nothing before Jordan came. You know what I'm saying? You owe that player whatever the fuck he needs. So when you go yeah. into that year saying that, oh, you know, we're going to try to get rid of Phil, and then you bring back Phil for one year and tell Phil that this is his last year, yeah. then, you know, that's where you fuck what, up. What, what I'm saying is the the narrative in the documentary uh-huh. was shining bright. Like, there was, they didn't even try to hide it. But yeah. what I'm saying is as you read more into what actually happened, I believe the narrative of this documentary was to immediately place him as the villain, as the villain, as villain when yeah. there were more than just, it was just more than him in that locker room. Like there were, you're dealing with huge fucking egos. Yeah. True. Huge egos. 
So I think while he was part of it, mm-hmm. he wasn't all of it as this documentary as this documentary make it seem. I, don't I do believe he was all of it because simply you won a championship and then your franchise just goes right back to being shit afterwards. You know what I'm saying? So to me, you know, the egos and all of that still amounted to a championship that year. Yeah. So I'm just saying that to to me, the the narrative of the the blame being placed on the GM is correct. I think it's correct also. Most of, and the, the the part of it that was most telling to me is that as there's as Jordan is sitting down at the press conference celebrating at, the '97 championship at the beginning, yeah, he's, I'm already having to answer questions about the that roster. That was crazy. Yeah, that was year. fucking nuts. Yep. that was nuts. I can't even I can't enjoy my moment because I'm already having to but answer see, questions. But see, but see, at this at this at this point, that's when I feel like no matter what the situation is, right, even. When we're celebrating a championship, there is so much tension and chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. that nigga, fuck this champion. I do not like you, motherfuckers. Yeah, and I think Phil had a lot to do with that. I feel like Scotty had a lot to do with that. Everybody know Dennis Rodman was a head case. Yeah, M- Michael Jordan was one of the big old, biggest egotistical motherfuckers in the planet. Yeah, like they all had a dealing in why everyone felt a certain way with. About each other Like even in this documentary You could clearly tell by the few Little jabs that Mike was giving dude Uh That There was a lot of resentment Like both sides Fuck you gonna climb my weight And think I'm not gonna hold on to that How am I I supposed to feel though Like if I go into work knowing In two weeks you're fired If I get get an email tomorrow Saying in two weeks you, you don't longer have a job how am I supposed to go to work and enjoy my job? How am I supposed to go to work and be a model employee? I'm not going to. I'm going to give you attitude. I don't give a fuck no more because yeah. I know there's no job security. So if, when you tell me, regardless of what you accomplished on this basketball court this year, you no longer have a job. Yeah. How do you? How what? What environment do you expect? But to I work? think I think at that point, at that point, it was already. It was it, it was it was it broken. Was Mind you, broken. he he yeah. didn't he didn't even resign field. The owner flew to Montana to resign field. Yeah, Krause had nothing to do with it. And but, I, I think this speaks to Jordan. You know, knowing when, something about field that well, we did. When, when we go back to credit, because in the documentary, yeah. dude was like, without Cross, without Cross, whatever the fuck his name is, y'all yeah. wouldn't even know known who Field was. Yeah, like he. So it goes think, back to like you're biting the hand that feeds you almost. But they like, gave. I, I, I'm trying to. I'm. I'm looking at it from both sides. He deserve. He deserves. I the mean, credit I, for what I he think built. they. They gave. They gave him the credit, but at the same time, he was slapping them in their face. Like they. They gave him credit. They said, if it wasn't for him, you don't get this team at all. Like yeah. you don't get the Bulls without him. Without the the moves he was making as far as to go get Pippen. Yeah. Because yeah. no, ain't nobody really looking thinking Pippen was gonna be who Pippen was gonna be. Like you knew, like Jordan. You seen the growth in Jordan. In North Carolina, yeah, you yeah. seen okay. Jordan is going to be a great player when he gets here, mm-hmm. but they didn't know Pippen was going to be who the fuck Pippen ended up being. Yeah, so they give him they give him that credit, but at the same time, I think it goes within the document when he do the the misquote when when they get the misquote when it's like where, where they was feeling like where Jordan was feeling like he he was basically saying it's because of me we have these five championships. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the players. Which was fucked up that they misquoted him on purpose. Yeah, that yeah. was fucked up. Yeah. So when they did the misquote, Jordan, you know, Jordan took that, you know, wrong. And you got all that, all the different shit that was just playing into it. You had the the media, when I'm watching the doc, I'm like, the media had a lot to play with fucking off this team. We're trying to destroy this team. 
Yeah. Because even when you sitting there talking to Jordan, when Jordan says we're gonna sit here and talk about Scotty. But like they were saying, like these niggas was the Beatles. I, I like think they were that fucking big and popular. There's two yeah. things in a documentary that add up to a whole lot that I seen. For okay. one, when they opened it with Jordan talking about, you know, oh, the Cubs been rebuilding for 42. So, you know, just because we're good and you want to rebuild don't mean that you're going to see nothing going forward. Yeah. And the other thing that adds up to a whole lot is if it's true, when Jordan said that really all he wanted was Phil. Like, if you want to rebuild, cool. I rebuild yeah. at, with Phil as my coach. You see what I'm saying? But because of that, you know, complex, oh, I need credit. I mean, nobody knows better than us Dallas Cowboy fans. When we look back at them 90s. Yeah. And see motherfucking Jerry Jones wanting credit over, over you know, the team. Jimmy Johnson. You yeah. see what I'm saying? We wanted Jimmy Johnson for forever. You see what I'm saying? So, I mean, those two things to me just add up to a whole fucking lot. Like, it, it just sets the whole fucking stage to me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. Because I'm not a suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it 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 just, in it especially in episode one, I feel like he was unfairly presented as the villain. Yeah. When I think it was a it was a bunch of things that caused the friction within this locker room. Is it is it unfair when the people behind the scenes is basically telling the secrets inside the the organization? Yeah. Like he's going to the media talking about things that should not be a media conversation. This is true. So I don't think that's unfair. Think, like, no, they all, but they all were saying shit though. Like at some point, they were saying in the documentary, like Scotty, especially Scotty, but MJ and Scotty was openly jabbing dude. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm doing this, but that's because now the camp, well, I'm doing this within our camp. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this within here. No, I'm they not, were on the mics, like openly jabbing dude. A lot of the jabs that you see, a lot of the jabs that I seen within it was. It's, it's, it's cameras around, but had them cameras not been around, there's been stuff that we just normally do. Like we just normally picking on you because we don't we don't fuck with you no more. Like, but I, Pippen but, said, but, but I'm, I'm being saying, disrespectful. But but I'm saying though, as a as a man, right? I'm the GM, and as a man, that can cause me to as build a as a man, as a man, as a man, but that can that can cause me to build a bunch of resentment towards you to where when I do have a mic in my face. Now I'm going to say whatever I feel like I can say yeah. to hurt you. Like they were, you know, the scene when they talking about where everybody had to tell Scotty to chill out because yeah. he was talking to dude so bad. And you mean to tell me dude was supposed to take that shit on the chin and just be like, I'm not you saying, know what? I'm not saying he's supposed to take it in the chin. But if, if we if we going off how the doc started, like you said, how the doc started, it started with him throwing the first jab. Yeah. And then it just. Well, the, the first Escalate jab was the, the first thing. jab was the misquote. Yeah, that wasn't fair. It, it wasn't fair. Yeah, it wasn't fair. But and then after that, it kind of just went. Yeah, after that it went left. We're not trying to hear none of that shit. I wonder why the, the owner getting off gets off so fucking easy. He was just it's on there, just well, I mean, with I, all his little commentary and shit. And I'm I, like, why they ain't on this nigga's head? I, I feel like uh, you you can't do that to the owner. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, if your team is good, you know, 
you'll say, oh, leave the GM alone. If your team is bad, you'll be like, the owner should step in, so on and so forth. But that team was good. You see what I'm saying? So the GM is clearly doing his job. So if I'm the owner and I have this GM who's been with me since, what, 83 or some shit, and he's, you know, gotten me players that got me six championships, I let him do his fucking job. Oh, yeah. Just sign the paperwork. That's it. Everybody, yeah. everybody did their job. That's one thing that it is said in the doc. Like, yeah. everyone did their job. Regardless of how they felt about each other, they did their job. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, again, being that I'm uh, I started being a like a, a Jordan fanatic, as they would call it, uh-huh. during the the second three piece. So I'm like ten, okay, nine, ten. I did not know that my man's was going crazy like that. Like it's different seeing like few highlights like on ESPN and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But when you just see in like in in a documentary format where my man just turns it on. Yeah. Like that inspired me a little bit. Like his competitiveness, even yeah. though, you know, it kind of his competitiveness is legendary though. You yeah. know, but that's what people talk about when they say that killer instinct LeBron ain't got. It's, it's just what we talk about. <laughs> I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. You, you gotta, you gotta see that in order to compare it to something. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, Jordan, it's it's inspirational for sure. The way that he brought his, like he brought the most to the game. Like this nigga was playing five people. Like prior to Pippen and everybody coming, when they yeah. showing highlights yeah. of this niggas. He's playing five. He playing against five people. He's yeah. playing like you seeing him go up against five people, and he and he's not passing the ball. He's going to get his buckets. That was what like he did to the Celtics in his first his Ooh, first year. Am I yeah. passing the goddamn ball to <laughs> pass yeah. nobody? But yeah. the, you know the one the one and to his credit and to this generation, right? The one thing I can say. Is the argument that Jordan just had these legendary teams uh-huh. got to be let go? Oh, you got to drop that. There were some names on there. Yeah. But God damn, he had some trash on his squads. I think he had perfect role players, though. I mean, that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. You look at the name and the name don't hold much weight. You know what I'm saying? But it was some perfect role players on that team. Like they say, Dennis, Mar- Dennis Rodman ain't need the ball. He didn't want the ball on offense. You know, he went out there and did his job. Kerr did his job, you know. So it wasn't yeah. too much head button as far as on the court what my job is. I think the the in comparison, the 98 Bulls would be the Lakers with Carl Malone on it. Like he, mm. What do you mean? <laughs> like that was just the type of team. Like all of niggas was kind of oh. washed. Oh, oh. The 98 so. Bulls? I wouldn't say that they was wa- – the only person that was washed on that team uh, as far as being washed from what he used to be was Ron Harper. You know what I'm saying? Ron Harper, you know, before with the Clippers and, you know, Cavs or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That that Ron Harper was a completely different player than he was on the Bulls. But because he was 6'6 running that point because he the whole motherfucking floor and he got a 6'6 motherfucker defending your point guard, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even he I just feel was like valuable for that without, team. Okay, so without – what I mean is without um, – Without Rodman's, yeah, I w- I don't even want to say explosiveness because he was thirty seven. Yeah. He was long as fuck. Without his rebounding, uh-huh. I would say Jordan and Pippen was like Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, but 
the surrounding cast was comparable to those that Laker team with Carl Malone on it. Mm. He, they were like dragging those players literally. I don't. I just don't see it like that. And the only reason why I say that is because when you look at the first three-peat Bulls team and you look at the second, they're built similarly. You know what I'm saying? Instead of Rodman at the four, you got Horace Grant at the four. You see what I'm saying? So it, it they're built similarly to me. Yeah. But did y'all feel like Jordan was snitching? Snitching on what? Cocaine, big dope heads? I, it definitely some niggas got some hard That was That was a big... To me, that was a that big, was a big moment. That stood that that stood out a lot to me because he but was he snitch. He came in as a rookie and he separated himself asap. Um, no, I don't think he was snitching. Not when you're talking about it now. Yeah, we talking about it 22 years later. He just yeah. separated himself and stayed oh, away. Way more than 22 years later, bro. Well, oh well, like yeah, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm thinking <laughs> he, of we, we 35 thinking past. Of, I'm, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of 98 to 2020. Yeah. But we know uh, we yeah. know it was his rookie season. Yeah. And he said he walked in the room. Everybody was and all his teammates was smoking there. trees, doing lines. Not me, baby. I was in my room. I didn't have nothing to do with that shit. I, yeah. no. Smoking trees, doing lines, and women. Yeah. So you know, it's a simple Google to find out who was in that room. Like, was that needed to be said? Yeah, but, but it's I, thirty-five years but later. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before y'all don't don't trash my man's like that. They brought it to him. He looked at them when they said people was doing cocaine. The, the cocaine. We was like, I've never heard that. So he looked no, at no, no. them, he, he and then he, he answered. He said he had never heard of the nickname. Exactly, but he answered. It was they brought article. it to him. They it brought that article. to him. It's not like he just came out and said it. They brought that to him. Mm-hmm. Nah, I ain't, I ain't I giving him that. that. I ain't on that. I'm Carter. not on that. <laughs> <laughs> but it does, it does, it does bring back, you know, even in today's society with the young ones that's, you know making their transition to the NBA or in yeah. college, like the shit that they really have to face, you know, with the basketball game aside, yeah. the shit that they have to face on a daily. It's kind of like. I think that, like, it was like the NBA and, rock, like, like they was rock stars when they got to the NBA. Because yeah. I think in the, in the 80s, that was big. Cocaine and all that Absolutely. shit was big. So, yeah. Yeah, and, they would, and they came in like rock stars instead of being – Athletes. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was the shit they had to face. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it was obstacles to a lot of the players. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it the was. players wanted to indulge in that type of shit. It's just Jordan was different. Yeah, you, you have to you have to think. Did they really want to indulge though? Because you got to think mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of outside of Jordan like yeah. separating himself. Mm-hmm. Mo- majority of rookies. Well, yeah. weed is I'm huge now. I don't know. You know, weed is huge now. Yeah. And a lot of the players say they they smoke weed for the pain. Yeah. That lean ages, is huge. That age. The age of basketball was at eighties. A lot of these players coming in doing was way more Percocets. physical. Yeah, so I could see, you know what I mean. After the, after the game, you got you got to think. No, that's go ahead. This is, this is probably this is probably at the either at the beginning or like going to the height of the crack cocaine era. Yeah. Prior to that, cocaine by itself. Yeah. In a powder form, it yeah. was a social drug. Yeah, and they say it was a rich person's drug. So you a fucking NBA this player is, with money is, now. This, this is, is what you do. Favorite. Give me exactly. an hors d'oeuvre. Give me a flute of that champagne, and give me a bump of that cocaine, and, and give me that bitch. This is, yeah, and, and with the white girl, right? God I want damn all it. Of that. This is this, so. This was a social thing. This yeah, yeah. crack and cocaine hadn't gotten the sig- the stigma that it has today. So. And then if, you talk, if you're talking about a rookie who does not have the headspace like Michael Jordan that's what has, I'm saying. then you're going up in there and you're looking up to these dudes like, okay, shit, these are my, you know what I'm saying, my mentors, they doing this. 
that's what I'm saying. And in, so, the, in the '80s, in the '80s, that's a that's a big thing. Yeah, rock and roll shit. They speak about it with movie stars at that time. So, yeah. me as a rookie, me coming in as a rookie, having I not did nothing. I'm yeah. away from home. Uh got some. I'm finna have some money now. Yeah, y'all doing cocaine. I'm doing cocaine. Like yeah. it's it's a way to fit in. The Jordan rookie and Pippen rookie was two different things. Facts. You no, know, I get to that when we, when we get to Pippen side of it. Well, the next part, but it was two different things. You, you can tell the, the difference in the rookies because Jordan just separated himself and became his own. Yeah, yeah. Jordan changed the culture. I think. Yeah. I think the, the the interesting thing about the um the cocaine thing, um, because in the, later in the documentary he talked about uh, the team trying to basically tank. His second year, yeah, so they can get a high draft position. Yeah, yeah. When he wasn't having it, and he wasn't having it, but if they would have, he said, he said, he said, the team wanted to be in the top seven picks or whatever. Yeah, if they would have, they potentially could have drafted Lynn Bias mm. in that draft, who mm. died from cocaine overdose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a cold way to think of it. That's mm. what. Take the what ifs. Right. <laughs> um, so, part two. Um, part two was more so geared towards Scotty initially, and it did my man's wrong on part two. <laughs> Wait, before before we get in part, let me ask you guys this serious question: mm-hmm. Do you think Jordan's competitiveness was a mask to hide internal trauma? Yeah. Easily. Easily, I think I think it was the internal internal trauma coming out. To be honest with you, it was just you know, like I could hear even the the, the small little snippets of his dad talking. Yeah, you could clearly tell that Mike wasn't really Pop's favorite. Not initially, no. Yeah, and so when I go back and I'm watching the and you know this is just shit I'm just putting together and I'm I'm listening to Mike talk about his dad. You know, you t- you. You know, they wanted us to feel like uh, his character in Space Jam, like him and his dad had this such close relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shit like that. You would always, I always grew up feeling like Mike and his dad were like two peas in a pod. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you hearing his pop speak, it's kind of like. They should have been Larry. <laughs> That's basically what it wrote. So I was like, You ever seen Larry's bro. video? Uh, Larry training video where he's trying to train people how to play basketball. No, fucking Trash. hilarious, fucking hilarious. I I watched that shit um, when we started the Bighorns. I was like, who the fuck is this nigga, Larry Michael, Jordan? Michael Jordan brother. Nigga. <laughs> so, but yeah, you you can tell clearly Larry was Larry was the favorite when you hearing his dad speak. You could tell Larry was the favorite, and it don't really tell you when Jordan became one of his favorites. I can tell you. No. He kind of he kind of was saying like, <laughs> it don't sound like eighty two uh, NCAA finals looking at so, no, it, it still sound like he still what it still sound like he was like uh like yeah. the way he was talking it was kind of like uh you know so it's, if it felt like to me baseball you ain't supposed to be here baseball man. was like his last tribute to his father like mm. you know? he was still fighting for it, when he said that when he said out for NBA draft we select Michael that that's my motherfucking my favorite right there, God. Boy, I always knew you. <laughs> no, <Nah>, but <laughs> knew it. That was when you when you get clips of him talking. Yeah. Jordan at this time, Jordan is a mega fucking star. That's yeah. true. And he's still not talking about Jordan like he's the man. He like, eh. 
You know, you just got to tell Jordan he ain't gonna he ain't gonna make it, and he gonna do a little better. Like mm-hmm. he's still not giving him like was, was Jordan. I wanted to child, punch though? his daddy in the mouth, and his dad did. What was that? Was Jordan the middle <laughs> child? Was he the middle? I think, I think he was the, the middle boys? boy. I think he the middle yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Because middle childs have that complex anywhere where they're looking, you know, for more attention from their parents because they're not the oldest or the youngest or the only boy or the only girl, so on and so forth. So they don't have any clear yeah, distinction yeah. on one but thing. I, I feel like it's one thing to, it's one thing, to, you know, to be stuck in, uh, in this space where you're the middle child, mm-hmm. right? It, but it's another to hear your father tell you. Or tell the cameras. Yeah, he clearly wasn't. Man, I tell Mike, you'll give me something. He comes back with some pliers. Make it your ass mm-hmm. back in the house. Nigga. So oh, it's man. like fuck. Yeah, this nigga knew nothing about what I was telling. You didn't listen to <laughs> shit. Yeah. So you 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 endure that over over a long period of time. It can become your trigger. Like that is what moves me. The nigga yeah. was saying like Larry. Larry was a great help. I don't know what the fuck. So Michael he was, was doing. to me. He was treating everybody else like his dad mm-hmm. was treating him. Yeah. Oh well, I, mm-hmm. he was treating mm-hmm. he was treating everyone else like his dad, not as his dad treated him. That's but he was treating everybody like else as if they're telling him he ain't good enough, basically. No, nah. nah, because well, there, was, just said, so. there was one where they where he was yeah. like when they was in a huddle, he's like, "We gonna get this win." Yeah. Remember what was that? He, he, he like cussed and shit. I, he I don't like, have to say yeah. the shit again. Yeah, I don't have to yeah, say, I don't like, say the shit again. It was almost like. That's something his dad would tell him. Like, go get that screwdriver. Don't bring your active motherfucking plies, and I ain't gonna say yeah. this shit again. I, I, I still, I still think it's gonna, you know, fall on the opposite end. You know, like, ain't nobody gonna tell me we ain't good enough. Like, you know, you motherfuckers ain't gonna hold me down. It's gonna show that I'm the greatest at all times. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think it was to. But prove. That, I, I think that I don't was, think his. Trigger, I think he was always trying to prove it to his pops. I don't think yeah, it yeah, was nobody else. So I, I think. So like, I think that it's you know. I mean, because if you watch like first take, you know, and Stephen A. Smith told this story a number of times over the years where he says that if Mike didn't have a fuel, Mike would act like somebody said something about him. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody said something about his mama or something and go out there and kill him. Nobody said shit about Mike, but Mike would put that in his head. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's the whole the doubting thing, period. When I tell you like no one else, no one else. Right. Mm -hmm. I can go out there and destroy everyone else. Because they're not the reason why I'm going out there yeah. and destroying in the first fucking place. Yeah. Like, it's easy for me to fucking go out there and put up 63 on the Celtics and walk out like, kind of like, fuck you niggas. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to prove nothing to y'all. Yeah. I'm trying to prove this to James. Yeah. The person that I'm trying to prove to is not here. Yeah. He's not here. So, until he kind of like acknowledges me. I'm going to continue to go out there and do it, and I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever did either. He ever so, got it. Yeah, that's interesting as well. Well, he didn't. He he didn't get it. Yeah, that's what I said. Like baseball was his last hooray. Like, if he would have ended up being great in baseball, he probably feel like I think I finally made my dad proud. But since he ended up being an ass in baseball, he probably still feel like I never <laughs> made this nigga proud. I don't think. I don't think. It just this is my opinion. I don't think Mike will ever get. He will always have that competitiveness in him. Facts. I don't think he'll ever, ever get to that point where he feels like I made it. Agreed. Agreed. Facts. So that's yeah. that's shown when you see the nigga play against niggas when he was fifty years old. Like right. because niggas deep down, on his team. <laughs> deep down, deep down, in my opinion, deep down, Mike could be like, for all the success I ever had, my dad wanted this to be my my dad wanted this 
success to be my brothers. Yeah. Facts. So, damn. It's for sure. It's for, it's for sure hurt them. It's it's it for sure hurt them forever. So part two. Scotty, I, I was in part two. <laughs> Scotty. Um. Man, they sure did make a lot about his salary. Yeah. Right. They shitted on my boy Scotty, man. Part two shitted on. Him. Yeah, I, I mean, he wanted a long term contract. Yeah. And he got taken advantage of. Yeah. Him and his, I don't even know if his agent, but him and his agent got pretty taken advantage of. I don't, I don't, I don't, contact, go ahead and give him context. Context is important because, because this documentary is specifically focusing on this season, they were making, they were making, they were trying to highlight his salary for that season. Yeah. But when they showed the numbers of what Michael Jordan was making also, compared to, I think his last year he made, I think the last two years he made like 33 million around each the last two years. So if you're talking about 96 when they were winning championships, they both were making bullshit money. Yeah. yeah. I think Mike Mike is just a little bit more comfortable cuz he had the he had the deals. He at the, at that point his last two years he did for he was like I need more money. So that that's what the first time you saw a player making that kind of money. Michael yeah. Jordan was the first. He's the yeah. blueprint. He's why players make the money they make now. And further perspective, um you know, like they said, you know, in 91 nobody saw the league taking off financially the way it did, you know, going after that. So, you know, in 91, you know, I'm just trying to make sure I get paid for the next 6 years too. So, you know. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, it this was yeah, you right context is important cuz shit. Scotty ended up making more than but if if, you know. if Jordan doesn't make thirty three that year and thirty three the next, Scotty probably he probably still would have seven year money. eighteen mil is still wild. But they both still made money it's outside Kobe, the court. Kobe's last contract was two what two year fourteen. We talking about two different eras. I can't do that. Two year forty. Pull up what Magic Johnson made as a player. You probably be like, yeah, fucking right. But it's Magic yeah. Johnson, so you don't yeah. in context. It's like. Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson saved the fucking league, but there was no money in basketball at the time. I yeah. think Jordan showed everybody the way because, like you say, you know, Jordan wasn't making much either in his career, but it was outside the court money that motherfuckers was trying to get. So, you know, Absolutely. Pippen going to get that Nike money and going to get that uh that Frito Lay money, you know. Yeah, up, up until yeah. up until the last two years of Jordan's career, he was making the same bullshit money everybody else is making. It yeah, just, it just so happened to be this is the year we're focusing on. So now you're talking about NBA player salaries. Yeah, and yeah, it looks fucking ridiculous next to Scottie Pippen, who's helped him win these championships. Facts. Did Did you feel, uh, like Scottie was being Jordan called Scottie selfish? <clears throat> did you feel Scottie was selfish for one, getting his surgery on company time, <sighs> and two? Demanding a trade as a perpetually gruntled worker, hell no. Nah, I felt Scottie Pippen <laughs> one thousand motherfucking percent. You got damn right. Two, I, the thing the thing about it that that pissed me off the most was that Michael Jordan said this at fifty. If if you had asked Michael Jordan this question at thirty six at the time, yeah, I'd be like, I understand why he feels Scottie <clears throat> Pippen is selfish. Michael Jordan has the gift of hindsight when they're asking these questions, and he's still feeling like Scottie Pippen was selfish. I think Jordan was trying to tap into what he was feeling at the time. You know, in hindsight, you look back and say, oh, well, he wasn't, you know, selfish, but what I felt at the time was that he felt he selfish. Should, then he should have expressed yeah. it exactly like that. Yeah, I get you. But okay. I, I do feel like, uh, you know, if, if we're talking about the time, you know, I do feel like it was selfish for him to get the – 
you know, the surgery during the season, but I don't feel like asking for a trade is selfish at all. I, don't, I mean, at that point in time, I, I think they were at a point of no return, so I don't. I didn't feel bad for him getting the surgery on company time. Fuck you, niggas. For, for yeah. what? I, I felt that. I nigga. do as a teammate, though. I could see why Jordan felt that way. Yeah, I, but that is that. the the yeah, thin easy. line between business and. It's easy for you to say that because again, you're making thirty three M's, so you're good. Yeah. Not only that, they've made it. They've made it a point. Again, this is the summertime when I had to make the decision. They at at the at the press conference at as the, for the finals. They've already they've it's already been established that they they're going to potentially blow this team up. They're going to get rid of Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen yeah. is expendable. They Michael are, Jordan is not. So you're looking at it from a different perspective than I am. I, I think I think Pippen. I don't think he's being selfish. Ending ending the, ending that season, our fifth championship. You basically said it's going to be fuck me. Like you basically yeah. just said, "Fuck me." Mm-hmm. So fuck y'all. Like I think you, you did. Have, I you, you said, "Fuck me." If you're gonna say "fuck y'all," you know, retire. You know what I'm saying? But if you have an injury no. that you have in the summer, give me and your you money till the season to go get surgery on this, and we're teammates. You know what I'm saying? To me, you're being selfish. You're taking away from the goal that we're going out to to attain. We're going for number six. Nah, fuck all that. Yeah. Now, now I got to get my bread. Now they they've shown their hand. They yeah. they really don't give a fuck about what's going on with anybody not named Michael Jeffrey Jordan. So fuck what they got going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down. I'm a I'm gonna not jeopardize my long term health. They, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this time, and the, I'm gonna get my bread at the same time. Like fuck what y'all the talking Bulls about? being selfish. Absolutely, they was being selfish. Y'all being selfish. And y'all y'all have, y'all put fuck me y'all. y'all put me in this position. Yeah, I probably, if, if I knew I had some long term security with the Chicago Bulls, yeah. I probably would have gotten the surgery. So I could every the every time I talk yeah. to the media, they talking about getting rid of me. Yeah, like every time I I, I just got y'all, I just helped y'all get y'all fifth ring. I mean y'all y'all fifth championship. I want to. know. I am the second best player in the league at this yeah. point. I'm yeah. I'm leading everything I'm, I'm, second. But again, but again, this. but again, skinny. These are all humans, right? Yeah, these are all humans, and in perspective. I want to know, and this is why I felt like the Jordan Doc, especially episodes one and two, because those are the only ones we have right now. Yeah. I think they could have went a little deeper than what they did. But okay. I want to fucking know what was said on that bus that was so bad where everyone was like, Scotty, dude, chill. You got to relax. When oh, they said, I started throwing shots. Because if he was saying shit that was so disrespectful like that, I can see why that man would get on the media's mic and say the shit he was saying. That's all I'm saying is the whole environment was toxic. At what point? At what point in the season was that though? You could we could we could have taken care of business. He was still hurt for the last he was six still, months. He was still hurt. He was hurt because he was in he was in street clothes when it happened. I just I, I look at we could we could have we could have fixed this situation six months ago. Y'all could have been gave me an extension. I just felt like and I and I and I and and this is. Uh, I felt like Scotty was, I don't know if he was serious about his trade demand, but because Jordan resented, not only resented, but he knew the business side of the Bulls organization Mm -hmm. so well, he knew that Scotty wasn't going to get what he wanted. But Scotty should have known that also. That's why I say he wasn't selfish for asking for the trade, but I say if, if you my guys... And, you know, we don't want two in a row and I'm going to battle with y'all every day. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to battle with y'all. Yeah. You know, I would have done all this in the offseason personally. You know, if you, you know, say, oh, 
you know, like I say, if you have an injury in the summer and you don't take care of it in summer, to me, that's being selfish. If you just sit down and take care of it, then, you know what I'm saying? And during the season. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that at the injury to me is about going to battle with my guys. You know, the business shit, you know, ask for a trade whenever you want to. That's yeah. not selfish to me. Nah, fuck all that. If you, if you tell me you're gonna be you're you're about to be fired in two weeks, yeah. you need to go to the doctor. Nah, I'm gonna burn up all this motherfucking sick time. Chill. I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm burning up all this. I'm yeah, not I'm giving doing, none of this sick I'm time back. I'm doing this on company time. This shit is on company you're fucking time right. right now. I'm not giving none of this. I'm not giving none of this yeah. sick time back. So do you think that this documentary will influence uh, the younger generation mm. and kind of change their stance on Kobe and LeBron being the GOATs. Do you feel like this documentary would change their stance on that? I feel like it should. I don't think so. I don't think so. It I think may not. Younger players? I don't think so. I think, I think, I think Kobe still yeah. holds the argument. I think Kobe be, all, I think because God, they were splitting images. Because Kobe, yeah, because Kobe Felt damn near the exact same way as Jordan because he he took things on the same way Jordan did because he went went at every game similar to Jordan. I think you got the same argument with Kobe. I think LeBron was more of a business player. LeBron 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 took the business steps that Michael Jordan was making. Yeah, and and, and elevated it to a level. Right. So I, I think LeBron was just a business player. LeBron is just more of a business player. I'm I'm great. And I'm I'm finna get paid for me being great, and I think LeBron just took on to that point. I don't think LeBron had the the goat that Kobe had or that Jordan had as far as the way he attacked the game. Yeah, I think LeBron is just like it don't matter. I'm finna make sixty mil this year. It don't fucking matter how nobody feel about it. I, that's the that's the that's and that's why I feel like it should that's ultimately change their the opinion. That's ultimately yeah. going to be the difference yeah. to me is that Michael Jordan was competitive from day one until the last day. Yeah. Kobe Bryant was competitive from day one to, to the, the last, last day. day. We've seen LeBron take a more of a. I'm chilling now. I'm 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 making business moves. Like basketball right. is not necessarily number one in my life anymore. And I think that's what separates. I think Jordan I think Kobe that, and I was gonna say, that's what that's what separates LeBron from the conversation to me. Absolutely. But the reason why you know I never gave Kobe you know greatest of all time to me you can't be greatest of all time if you pattern your game specifically. On this other player, you see what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I can never put him above Jordan if you know we know that you wouldn't even be here. I won't say that you wouldn't be here, but your game wouldn't have looked the way it looked if there was no Jordan. And you, you see what I'm saying? And you one more. Can't, and, you, can't. and you didn't didn't do anything, you know, better than him. Basically, I think I, I think you're close to him, but you 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 were never better. It can't be two goats. No, be. no. I mean, greatest of all time. It, it, that's that's a one person. They both are great. Don't get me wrong. You know, to be in this argument, you have to be great. But to say greatest of all time, it's only one person to me. I feel you. Or, or you could say okay. greatest of eras, though. You know, obviously they're in different eras, but, you I know. Think, I think another thing that separates LeBron from that conversation for me mm -hmm. is that he left. He left and then left again and then left again. Like, okay. Kobe took his, all of his L's in that one uniform. Michael Jordan, we're not going to count it. We're not counting that to 40, Michael Jordan. We're not counting that. But Michael Jordan took all of his L's. In Chicago. What made it to where LeBron could never be the greatest to me is, you know, when he took them lumps early in his career and then he just had that, you know, nonchalant attitude. Remember that, you know, 
press conference where he's like, well, I'm still going home to a beautiful family. I'm still rich. I'm still this. I'm still that. You know, I that. You know this, that, on that. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, that was like the weakest fucking press conference I've ever seen in my life. That, but that yeah. goes back to that killer instinct that we talk about that he doesn't have. Yeah. You know, it's like he, he just felt defeated. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it'll change anything. I think uh, Jordan will be seen. The new generation. Damn, he was a killer. That was it. That's it, though. Yeah. Nah, I I, I think this this gonna shine a light. It'll shine on, a light on the younger you're not, generation. You're I not think changing. You're not you because you have a emotional connection to these players. Yeah. You're not going to change a Kobe fan into a Jordan fan. You're not going to stop saying Kobe's the goat and say, "Oh no 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 no, Jordan's the goat." Hell no. No, I don't. I, don't, I for sure don't think that. And I part. think LeBron has transcended the game more than anyone has, business wise. Facts, facts. And I think that is the reason he'll probably go out on top. Mm, on yeah. top of what? I don't think he's gonna go out on top, but he we we definitely gonna give credit. Where LeBron credit has everything has changed because of him. The way teams trade players. Financially, more yeah. power. We'll give them that credit where credit like, is due. But when you're talking about LeBron, teams ain't really out there, you know, doing LeBron shit. I, I would say that the actual game, Steph Curry didn't change the game more than LeBron to me. Absolutely. Steph Curry, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, so I'll give LeBron credit where wherever his credit is due. Great That's off what the I said, business court, wise, you know, great on and off. Yeah. Great mo- role model for the league, period. Fuck yeah. You think LeBron was more influential business-wise? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And who? In Jordan? Hell yeah. Yeah, by Hell far. Yeah. yeah, that's not even mm. close. It. I mean, LeBron wasn't playing for no $3 million a year or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? At all. Like, no. that's not. Why? Because of no. Michael because Jordan. Because of Michael though. Jordan. Because though. of Michael Jordan. Look I, at I, LeBron. Look how much he's. LeBron literally has changed the way. Look at the contracts. Okay. Okay. What, what players do you know? What players do you know? Right? When was the last time you seen a real long-term contract? The majority of these contracts be like two years. I give him that. I give him literally that, that, that and player movement. Name me a brand that that is synonymous with LeBron James the way Gatorade is with Michael Jordan. You talk about business. Gatorade or George or his shoes. Gatorade. Gatorade. I'm talking about Gatorade. Name me a, a outside brand that's synonymous with LeBron. No, the we're, same we're, way. we're just talking about the business of basketball. We're not talking about you know endorsements. And I thought we talking Jordan, about Jordan's, business. Jordan's going to have that endorsement side, that off the court business. Jordan's going to have that. The actual business of basketball, LeBron has influenced that more than any player. I don't think you speak on the business of basketball without speaking what? on the business of basketball with Jordan. Like I don't think you speak on LeBron's without yeah. speaking on Jordan. I. I Jordan, it's a I don't reason think why Jordan I, didn't transcend the business of basketball, though. How? He Teams didn't. He wasn't back, really making had, shit. Then he, he started had, making thirty-three mil players. That was, that back was then. his last. Se- that was his last couple seasons. But his brands is what carried him. The Jordan, the Jordan shoe, the the underwear, the T-shirts, yeah, uh, the Hanes underwear and T-shirts. The the his cologne. Last, his last couple seasons is what brings in the LeBrons and all that. That's no, what changes the contract not. for everybody else. Hell no, no. Not. How are you saying that? When you can't say that his last couple seasons did that when Kevin Garnett gets drafted in ninety five to six years one hundred and twenty million. That was before Jordan's last two that seasons. That was Kevin Garnett first contract? That was his first contract, the highest rookie contract ever. Six years, one hundred and twenty million, fresh out of high school. That, that was, was before Jordan's last two seasons. That's all that he got drafted in what, 95. 95. 
Mm. And then, yeah. Jordan, and so that then, was two years before Jordan's last two seasons. Does the okay. does the NBA's popularity lend to the business side being as big as it is without Michael Jordan? No, no, not at all. I think I th- not at all. No, Jordan single handedly Jordan grew the game for sure. No, I think Jordan single handedly saved the NBA. Saved the, it turned the NBA into the business that but it is. But I Facts. believe now LeBron has carried it for a while. LeBron has been the face of player, the NBA. Player for movement a while. and contracts are that's all LeBron. These players are these player contracts today are astronomical. Players that shouldn't even have those two hundred and fifty million dollar contracts like Mike Conley. You see what I'm saying? I I, I respect his game, four but years. he's not that star. For like four you years. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's the thing about it. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, you know, what they're what they're doing as far as demanding trades and actually getting traded to where they want to go. You know what I'm saying? Because look, you know, before LeBron, it wasn't it wasn't no, you know, oh, you know, you can trade me here or whatever. It was, you know, you trade me there, I ain't playing. I ain't re-signing. You know what I'm saying? Now players in the middle of contracts can get out of contracts. That's unheard of in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? It's unheard of for team, for players to even, you know, be in free agency and change teams yeah. in the 90s, especially stars. Stars pretty much play for the same team their entire career. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This is all shit that LeBron changed as far as, you know, I'm going to play with who I want to play with, so on and so forth, and it's going to be cool. You know, yeah. so, you know, the business of basketball, especially on the player side, I'll give LeBron that. Okay. So wait, before- wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. That's not true what you said because what do you mean? there's a rookie cap. You can't come in the NBA making $100 million. Look up Kevin Durant's rookie – don't don't look up nothing else. Look up Kevin Durant's rookie contract. Kevin Garnett. Uh, Kevin Garnett. That's what I'm talking about. Look it up. I'm looking it up. Look it up. There's Six a, years, $120 million. There's a cap. No, there isn't. Yes, there, there's a rookie no, cap. there wasn't at the time. Yeah, man, look up so Kevin cool. Garnett's are, rookie contract. <laughs> Tell me I'm right lying. I, I know this for a fact. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Oh, Garnett. My fault. I'm doing Durant too. I like the spiciness. <laughs> Rookie contract. $28 million per year. Six years. Six years. What does it say? Business Insider. What does that say? Garnett's three-year, $5.4 million rookie contract. That's not. That's not what he got coming out of high school. He got six years, one hundred twenty million. Oh, this was that was after his rookie contract. He got an extension oh. in ninety seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's oh, a there's okay. a rookie cap. Come no, on, man. No, what are you? No, what are you there's talking cap, about? There's a cap. How much you can make as a rookie? There wasn't at the time. He came out of high school, six years, one twenty million. Dante, you do your googles because I'm tell, I'm looking at my googles. Hold on. Y'all niggas talk, nigga. <laughs> everybody, everybody doing their Googles. Man. Everybody doing their Googles. <laughs> but I don't know. I think Jordan, I think Jordan, for me, when you got, he wasn't making that much. Jordan changes basketball altogether. He changes, he changes the money. What year? 97. The, okay, so Glenn Robinson in 94 had the richest contract as a rookie it was a 10-year 68 million that was before kevin garnett oh my god that's like crazy. Man, robinson <laughs> he raped them niggas yeah they, they tore him up 10 years 68 <laughs> man, oh fucking robinson. jesus <laughs> Woo! yeah that's, yeah somebody got fucking mad somebody definitely got fired that day 
Yeah. So, okay, before we get up <laughs> out of here, man, let me ask you guys, what's the best player your team has been in a position to draft but didn't and it still stings to this day? I'm going to answer this question. I'm going to go first because I was just – I was actually just looking it up, right? And – because a few had hit me, right? So, we passed on uh, John Stockton. Um, mm. We drafted – Yeah. Ooh. We drafted – we passed on uh, – Shooter, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Shooter, Ray Allen. No, the other one, lefty, Michael Red. Passed on Michael, Michael Red. Red. Okay. Ooh, uh, cool. We drafted Corey Joseph and um, fuck, we drafted Corey Joseph and my man's was right next. My man was the next pick. Uh, yeah. Okay, we drafted Corey Joseph. Uh, Jimmy Butler was the very next pick. Went to the Bulls. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. We had Goran Dragic. Uh, we let him go. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. We had Luis Scola. Let him go. Uh, yeah. We had a few. That kind of hurt. Jimmy Butler really hurts. But y'all did get Kawhi, though. So, I mean. <laughs> did we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, y'all had him. Y'all ain't keep him, but y'all had him. Y'all had Kawhi. I, I can't. I cannot criticize the Spurs management. Yeah, I'm not gonna feel sorry for no Spurs fan either. <laughs> you motherfuckers had two decades of greatness. I don't. I don't want to hear that. Hey, shit. hey, shout out, shout out to the, uh, shout out to the Corona. Maybe Dejounte I think with Murray because our playoff see, our playoff streak is still on, baby. Maybe Dejounte mm. Murray carrying me to the next. Dejounte <laughs> <laughs> Murray is a good point guard. I think with but, the uh, Bulls he ain't carrying shit. I think. <laughs> I think with the Bulls, we kept getting great players and like letting them go. Like when Tyson Chandler ended up being, I think that was the worst move Jerry made as a GM when we lost Tyson Chandler and traded traded Tyson Chandler. I mean, traded Elton Brand to get Tyson Elton Chandler. Brand. That was terrible. Why? Why you they say had that? Eddie Curry though? They had drafted two centers. I don't know why. No, he was in his bag. He drafted Ron Artest. That uh, Elton Brand ain't do shit either. So like Elton Brand for he was he was. I mean Tyson Chandler. Was yeah. year, Tyson Chandler, yeah. you can at least he say was, he was, was a the great weak side be- defender. He was the Bulls' best player at that time, and he got traded for. Yeah, Tyson he was the Bulls' Chandler. best player. That don't mean nothing. You can be the Bulls' best player. Who's the Bulls' best player today? That was a game that didn't work, fellas. <laughs> Zach Levine. Zach Levine. Lev- right he's now. he's the Bulls' best player, right? Yes. Where is Zach Levine on the scale of NBA players, though? <laughs> it's the same thing. Elton Brand could be the Bulls' best player. Where is he on the scale of NBA players? <laughs> Like I say, I I, I would have you know he done rolled it for the dice on also. a corona infested table. Oh, it happens. He, he, he we Bulls for sure let go of some some players that ended up being great like right after Tyson Chandler ended up being Jalen Rose a great player. Jalen Rose, nah. Ben Gordon ended up being okay. I guess nah, that was good. Um, I fucked with Ben Gordon. Bro. I like Ben Gordon. Gordon. Right. I like Kirk Heinrich. Gordon. Get him out of here. Ben Gordon was like a six foot two guard. Get him out of here. I fuck, I fuck with. Ben I fucked with Kirk yeah. Kirk Kirk Heinrich too. Yeah, man. for sure. He's hard nosed. I like Kirk Heinrich. And I really feel like we should have got Carmelo at that time. Should have. Nah, he Carmelo. Y'all wouldn't have drafted Carmelo. Y'all wouldn't. No, have I'm too. saying when we tried when. Oh, the first time. Yeah. Yeah, when we had a shot. They did. All right. Uh, I don't have a team. I only like players, so I don't have a team. That nigga's oh. a Carmelo fan. It was Shaq before that. Eh. What do you mean? The best player y'all. Yo, Celtics, buddy. I, okay, Lynn Bias. 
the drinks? thing about it is, all right, I grew up a uh, Sonic fan, not a Celtic fan. Mm. Only became a Celtic fan once the Sonics went down and they traded Ray Allen to the you Celtics. What? You was a Gary right? Payton fan. No, I was a, I was a Sonic fan uh, because of you, Gary Payton. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. you being super big on Payton That's when what I'm saying. in school. Exactly. Um, so w- when it comes to my team, I can't really even think of anybody that we didn't draft that could have been great, especially – of late, because we drafted Durant when when I was you know we drafted Durant, we drafted Westbrook before they went to Oklahoma City. Then on on the Celtic side, I don't even know of anybody that you know I would have taken. So you only been a Celtic at that fan time. ten years, twelve, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no. Add it to what he said. Hmm. I, just, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I mean, man. I don't know. I don't, what, what, what motherfucker wants you? To, I'm supposed to just follow the Sonics to Oklahoma City? Could have. Now, why? It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been if you, a, if wouldn't you have go to bad choice. If you, oh, no, it wouldn't have. No, that's the thing about it, though. You know what I'm saying? When you trade the best player, Ray Allen, to the Celtics, and you already already have, to me, which is my second greatest player, my second favorite player of all time, Garnett. So you follow Ray. I follow. Okay, that's a good situation. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could have stayed with Oklahoma City, and that would have been a good situation. You see what I'm saying? So it ain't no lose-lose on that. Yeah. I'm just saying that so when you man. your favorite team growing up ain't there no more, what you do? Move on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you ain't got no fucking choice. I took my stabs, nigga. I, I stayed with the Bulls. I took my stabs. Yeah, the Bulls still here. I mean, shit. Year. Look, nigga. You I, still wear. I, st- yeah, I mean, y'all still exist. That's I what just, I'm saying. I just, <laughs> I, just stopped, I just stopped watching basketball. I couldn't take nah, it. Man, don't do that. I couldn't take nah, it. I couldn't take it. Be faithful, man. I couldn't take it. Yeah. I just stopped watching. But next week, y'all, episodes three and four comes out next week. We'll be back. Stay locked in. Fellas, where can they find y'all at? You can find me on Twitter at Just Call Me Spence. Fellas, where can they find y'all at? Young Al Bundy, Y-U-N-G underscore Al underscore Bundy. Florida boy, I see you, baby. <laughs> uh, Instagram, Skinny Junior 777. At Views from the 7. <laughs> hey, Pete, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be 12 bucks. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, Twelve <laughs> box. Oh, shit. Let y'all know, man. <laughs> I'm not gonna let y'all do this, man. It's an OG call. We keeping it. <laughs> we out of here, man. Oh, right. <laughs> I think we out of here. Bobby they got your sauce. Peace. <laughs> 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 <laughs>